the Driven Women's Guide to Love, Life, and Business. Hosted by the boss ladies Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. So excited to bring you another episode, especially with our next guest. Christine Mulhern is the Advertising Style Director at O, the Oprah Magazine in NYC. Yes, she gets to work with Oprah. During her 13 years with the company, she became an expert in brand building, content strategy, and selling strategic cross-platform partnerships across the Oprah platforms on print, digital, social, live events, and television. She runs the national print and digital sales for the fashion and style accounts for O and manages revenue that exceeds $7 million annually. Her biggest responsibility is driving revenue and partnerships while translating the Oprah effect into meaningful sales for the company. She was also selected as O Magazine's insider, one of the 60 influencers to chosen to represent the Oprah brand on social media. Whoa, not too shabby, Christine. She recently launched her own podcast on January 2nd. Congrats on that. The name is Taking Shots of Inspiration. This is an uplifting and encouraging podcast that starts with a quote and a cocktail. It airs each and every week. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone. Another episode of Girls Gone Boss. I'm Gabby and Alex is here trying to figure out some audio stuff. She is up and not really near her mic. Sorry. Sorry, as you know, she is the pro at all of this. And I'm just kind of the admiring queen here looking at her do her thing. But I'm so excited because we have such a great powerhouse on the phone right now. We're trying to like make sure the audio is amazing for her. And um, she's on the other end. And hello, Christine Mulhern. Did I say it right? You did. Congrats. It's a tough one. Hi. I'm so happy to have you, Christine. Honestly, this is um this was kind of like one of our I don't know, you're new to podcasting, but we have been doing it for quite some time. And sometimes we just kind of cold email people to see, like, hey, maybe they'll say yes. And you were one of those. Oh, I feel so special. I just sort of slid into your DM, right? You know what? If I can't find a cute guy to slide into my DM, you're the next best <laughs> That is what I'm talking about, Christine. Oh, my goodness. But then you know what? It's kind of like, who needs a man? I'd rather actually these days hang out with a bunch of ladies who are doing the damn thing. So right. I Well, you're like definitely one of them. You are the advertising style director at O, the Oprah magazine. I mean, hello. Who does not yeah. want to work with Mama O? We, we're going to get that into is- that. But <laughs> you're such a, you know, you're doing your thing. You've been there for about 13 years and you just become like this brand building expert there. And, and you can tell us a little bit more what you do, but let's start with you. Let's start with like, what's your sign? Like, what's up with you? Oh. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, the sign is the most important. Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Around this time. Yeah, it is. It really is. I'm a Pisces. So, yes, we are like the last of the Zodiac signs. So we have like a little bit of everybody um, super sensitive, but in a really great way. I think that's what makes us, you know, good friends, um, you know, being sensitive to a lot of other people, but a lot of energy and intuitiveness. I feel like I'm a witch sometimes. I'm like, "Mm, that doesn't feel right. So, yeah, Pisces being a little fish. Awesome. Well, I think Pisces are definitely intuitive. Um, I dated a Pisces in my life. He was the love of my life. And he was a little cray, though, Christine. Well, I mean, the best ones are. (laughs) (laughs) I would use the word in quotes, passionate. 
shall we say. Right. So, but male and females are very different. Because, yes. Um, but like Pisces, it's wild because you're like 100% of everything. So if you're in a good mood, I mean, you're literally bouncing off the walls. You're as excited as can be. When you're happy, it's like you're thriving. But when you are pissed, girl, you just better watch out. So the poor gentleman, you know, he didn't, he didn't maybe know how to harness all of his Pisces power. Right. No, girl, he had issues, but it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but I, another, honestly, another day. Honestly, that, that's one of the things I've kind of like really like, you know, I gravitated towards you with your personality. I follow you on Instagram and I think you have such a great personality. And since you were growing up, I'm sure you were like this little wild child or were you not? Oh, um, mm -hmm, sure was. Maybe we should have my mom on the podcast. She'd be like, I'll tell you a few stories. (laughs) Be like, mom, zip it. We don't have time for that. Um, But yes, definitely a little bit of a wild child. Just like, you know, always a little bit louder, a little bit more enthusiastic. Um, that's kind of how I was growing up. Definitely shyness was not my, my, uh, my thing, but that's really how I grew up just being a little bit, you know, curious and excited and wanted to participate and jump into anything. Amazing. And then you realize you have that gift from early on and it kind of like moved you into what you're doing now, or how did you start in to prepare yourself to get in the industry? Oh, I think that's a, a great question. I did know something was unique about me. And that was, I, I would say, like my enthusiasm and my optimism and my excitement. Um, and we all have something special. So if you're listening to this, sometimes I think women feel like, oh, but I don't have anything that's special or unique. Each one of us absolutely does. But I'll be honest, I didn't realize that that was going to be one of my gifts or talents until like, maybe like four or five years ago. So really recently, um, because you think it's just part of your personality. You don't think, you know, unless you're a Beyonce, you're like, oh, that's my talent is singing and dancing. Or, you know, oh, my talent or uniqueness is, you know, being an actor or an actress or a scientist or something. You don't think just being, you know, excited and enthusiastic is something like a talent, but really what you do with it. And I do think that has helped me prepare a lot for this industry because in, advertising sales. So what I do with the magazine is I'm responsible for going out to clients, showing them our magazine, showing them all the editorial pages. So that's what our editor at large, Gail King and our editor, Lucy Kalin, all those stories that they write, Adam Glassman, who does the fashion. So we go out to clients and say, look at this amazing magazine. Look at this unbelievable brand. You should be spending money and buying ad pages in our magazine instead of you know, that could be a real simple or it could be a good housekeeping magazine. So my job is to go out every day, talk about how amazing this magazine is and encourage them to spend their money with us. So in order to do that, you do kind of have to have a bigger personality and you have to be excited because even, you know, when you're doing something like this with a podcast, when you're out there, people feel energy. They do. And I'm sure you guys understand that. But, you know, if somebody comes in, they kind of are like, oh, not too excited or they're telling you something, but you know you don't believe them. You're like, nope, I'm not buying what she's selling. I think you really have to genuinely, in your heart of hearts, believe what it is that you're talking about it and being excited because your job is to get that other person as excited and kind of take off from there. So, yeah. Wow. And then aside from the print magazine, you also work on the digital end to sell ads there too? Or how does that work? little bit of both. So there is like a separate digital team at Hearst and Hearst is the company that our magazine is part of. So we have a lot of different websites like Cosmo, um, Good Housekeeping, Esquire, a bunch of 
different brands. So we do have a team there, but I also do sell along with the print. I sell the digital as well. So my job is I got to go into clients and say, hey, you know, tell me about what your challenge is. What's your problem, if you will? Because that's what a client wants, an advertiser, right? Their challenge could be, hey, we want to, I'm a makeup line and I want to talk to younger women. That's my problem. How can you help me? So I need to go with solutions of like, oh, here's what you could do in print. We could feature this. And then online, we could have, you know, consumers fill out this quiz to find out what their beauty type is. And so that's my job is to help them solve their problem. So I bring in every platform that we have. So maybe, again, that's the website. Maybe it's print. Maybe it's social media. My job is to bring in all of those different components and help them solve a problem. Wow, that sounds like a lot. But I feel like you're right. You have to have such a passionate a personality to sell. I mean, but again, Oprah is Oprah. Like, how is it working <laughs> right? with Oprah? I mean, honestly, like, I don't know who's not a fan, but I'm a super fan. You know that, Alex. Yeah. I always mention <laughs> Oprah on the podcast. Oh, that's amazing. She's she's a powerhouse. She's unbelievable. It is very exciting to work for her. We don't in the office see her all that often because apparently she's busy. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> You think, you know that she's in Miami, well, Fort Lauderdale right now with Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's on her 2020 vision tour, which is unbelievable. Seeing her in person, I'm not just saying this because I work for her brand, but let me tell you, if you can see her in person, your life will be changed. And I'm not trying to be dramatic. Seeing Oprah Winfrey in person, she is an example of what it means to use your God-given talent for other people. She was truly born to do this. And when she gets on stage and you hear her speak, I'm telling you, you know, I have goosebumps right now because your skin actually starts to change. The hairs on your neck go up because she's just unbelievable. Again, I don't know those people who don't like her. Apparently there's a handful, just small group. But even if you don't, there is no denying she has this power and this authority and this ability to make you just want to be a better version of yourself. So I feel lucky to be at the brand, although I don't really see her all that often because she's not in the office. Every day I get to go out and talk about this message of helping, inspiring, and motivating women to be the best version of themselves they could possibly be, to live a life even bigger than they dreamed, even fuller that they dreamed of. And to me, I'm getting excited just talking about it. If you have to go out every day and ask someone for money, and you have to go out every day and talk about something, I would love the fact that I'm talking about, you know, helping women be their best. What a blessing, right? And I mean, and working in that, uh, in that company, I mean, it has to just like such, like, it has to be such a blessing to be empowered. And in that same breath, you are one of the Mm -hmm. 60 influencers that was chosen by her brand to be representing Uh the brand on social media. That's like so cool that they even do that. It is. I do love that. Um, The OMAG insiders. Sure, because so many times, you know, a brand, an advertiser of ours wants to work with an influencer. Social, of course, as we know, is huge. And it's not like you can really have Oprah in those videos because as you know, she's busy. She's busy. (laughs) She can really do the, the paid advertising thing. She's like, if I like something, if I like a book, if I like a sweater, I'll tell you, but there's not a whole lot of, you know, paid advertising. So when you want to use social, our advertisers, you know, we're looking for people to connect with. So um, there's a big application process. Women have to, you know, apply to be a part of this community. And our team, our marketing team selects these women based on it's not so much like how many followers you have, because you can have a massive following 
and not a whole lot of engagement, right? You're just posting stuff because it's like, all right, I like this coffee. I like this movie. There's no real um, authority or passion. So um, our influencers are a little bit different and they're dedicated to helping spread the message of being the best version of yourself. And so I feel very lucky um, to be a part of it because I truly love the brand. And so whenever I'm posting about something, I'm genuinely excited um, and feel special to represent such a powerful brand. And I have a I have a question because you keep mentioning like being the best version of yourself. Yeah. How do you do that in a day on a daily basis? Or how do you practice that? Maybe our listeners can take some takeaways from like how, you know, because sometimes we're so hard on ourselves as women. And how how do you pick back up once, you know, because some days are not going to be good. You know what I mean? Right. I think that's a great question. I agree with you. I think some days, lots of days, I think they're really hard. And I didn't actually know what it meant to be the best version of myself. I think it takes time. So I would not be hard on myself. But this is the perfect time to think about everything. We're in a new year, but also a new decade. I mean, if that isn't exciting in and of itself, a brand new decade to start. Um, But the first thing I would do is I would write down what is it what kind of life are you looking for? What kind of life inspires you? So not those specifics of, you know, what can I do this year or what do I not want to do this year? I would write in your journal, good old school, not your phone, get out your pen um, in your own handwriting. And what life do you want to live? Is that a life where it's like, hey, I wake up every morning and I feel excited to share my passions with people, or I want to live a life where I'm inspiring and helping other people, or I want to live a life um, that gives me energy and enthusiasm. Because before you can start to live and be your very best, you have to know what is it that you want? What is it that you're looking for? And I think that can be daunting and overwhelming, but I think I would start there. That's the first thing I would do. And then after that, I would just make really kind of small and then larger goals of what do you want to do in this new year? And it doesn't always have to be, I want to lose weight or, you know, I want to, um, you know, work on this project. You know, it doesn't have to be something that big. It could just be, hey, I want to have more confidence this year. That's a great one. I suggest all of us do that. So if you want to have more confidence in 2020, that should be like your big headlining goal. And underneath that, then we can write little ways of how to be more confident. Maybe one of them is I'm really going to work on my self-talk. So I'm not going to have all these negative thoughts in my head of like, oh God, here comes this podcast that I launched. I hope people pay attention to it. I hope it's not terrible. No, you're going to start saying, I'm so excited for this new podcast that I launched. People are going to really enjoy this. People, I'm sharing my message with other people. This is going to be so exciting. We're really going to help people. And you can kind of go from there. I love it. I think those are great takeaways. What do you think, Alex? I'm super inspired by you right now. Everything that you're saying, I'm going to actually put it into, into the works. Alex is getting ready to have a baby. So she's going to have some time off. In like 10 days. So it's crazy. So it's like, do you know, are you going to have a boy or a girl? I'm having a girl. Oh, yay. Congrats. Thank you. This is a very big time in your life. It's an exciting piece. My son is now eight years old. Um, And the time does go by fast, I tell you. But this is an even more exciting time for you to work on your goals because once a baby comes, so much, if not all of your attention goes there. And I think as women, we have a tendency, especially a newborn. I mean, they need a lot of attention. But once children come, you kind of forget, wait, what did I like? Wait, what do I want to do this weekend? Wait, what are some of my personal goals? So how how do you balance like motherhood and working? Because I 
I think I'm struggling with the fact, like mentally, I'm struggling with it. Trying to think like, I want to give this baby all my attention, but I also have to, I want to be like a, a, a good example of a hardworking woman for my child at the same mm-hmm. time. So how do you mm-hmm. balance that? Well, I'm going to be honest. Lots of days, it's a shit show. Right. So am I allowed to curse on, yes. The, on the podcast? Yes. Go ahead, queen. <laughs> Let me just keep it real for a second. Lots of days, it's really, really challenging. Um, I would say that it's a work in progress. And it's not one that I stress about anymore. I used to in the beginning of, oh my gosh, how am I going to go to my job every day? I commute into New York City, which is an hour and a half each way. That's three hours. Um, How do I also like get my body back? How do I go to work every day and still show my boss that I can do a good job? How do I show this little person that I love them and that I'm setting a good example? And then at the time I was married, um, you know, and then how do I still be a good wife? And so there were so many things that you wanted to be amazing at. And I felt like it just kind of took over my life of how could I make each other person happy and how could I do it all? And you can't. Let's just be honest. You can't do everything amazing every single day. So I now, how I look at my life, and I can't remember the newborn days. I'm going to think about those. But I just do it kind of a, a month at a time. I'll look at a big calendar and I'm like, here's all of my work obligations. I put in like my son's, let's say there's like a school party or something else. I put those in. And then I also put in my own stuff. I'll put in like, okay, great. I'm going to report the podcast this day. Here are my days that I'm working out. And I put everything into a calendar. And guess what? Some months you don't get to do everything and it's totally, it's okay. It's one month out of your entire life. So I think the more pressure you put on yourself, the harder it is. And I would just look at things little by little. So in the month of January, what does my life look like? And not beating yourself up. If you look at the calendar and you're like, you know what? I said I would go visit a friend's new baby, but I'm freaking exhausted. I haven't showered in three days and I actually just want to sleep. And so you're going to say no and say yes to self-care. So girl, I love you. I can't wait to see your baby. I'm sure we're going to have a wonderful time together, but I made a commitment and I can't keep it with you because I need to take care of myself right now. And that's how it's going to look for that month. February could be totally different. So don't get overwhelmed by this lifelong, how am I going to do it all? Take it little by little. That's what I was thinking. I, I forgot who gave me very similar advice. Um, but, but instead of like month, they said like, you literally have to take it day by day because you can't do everything totally. every single day. So every day, just like you either are a really great mother that day or you kick ass at work that day, but you can't do it all in the same day. Right? It's just not possible. It, but you know what? I have the same, it's like the same story that you have is what I have. Like I commute an hour and a half to work. I have the mm. podcast. I'm going to have the baby. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. I keep thinking. Like, how am I going to keep up with absolutely everything and still be present? So I think I, that that's yeah. really good advice. Thank you. And it's it's challenging. Don't get me wrong. I think that's a, it's great that you're thinking about this right now. And for all of us, you know, whether we have babies or children or we commute, we have a lot on our plates. And I really go back to something that Oprah has um, said over and over and over again. She's a great advice gift. Ad- advice giver in case you didn't know, but, um, (laughs) you know, (laughs) she says to set an intention. And so I didn't really know what that meant. I had a lot of goals and, you know, we'll have resolutions, but an intention is something completely different. So when she was doing her television show, instead of doing something like a show that was going to be great ratings, or this was going to be a wonderful celebrity, she said, but what is my intention for the show? Do I want to educate women this episode? Do I want to entertain them in this episode? And so it's really something that I use on a daily basis. And so I really have gotten super clear with my intentions. And my intention every day when I wake up 
is to continue to find my life's purpose, which is to use my enthusiasm and optimism to help other people. And that could be maybe with a podcast episode. Maybe it's just with a silly, entertaining, like fun Instagram video that day. Or maybe it's to show up to my son's school and show him how excited I am to see all of his friends and his teachers. And so instead of thinking about, all right, here's all the stuff I have to do, meaning here's a podcast episode I have to shoot. Here's a video I have to do. Here's a you know, class mom thing I have to attend, I try to think my intention is something so much bigger. And if you just focus on your intention, everything else, you'll take the pressure off of everything else. I really believe that. That's amazing. I think I'm going to take that on because sometimes you get so overwhelmed that setting the intention is just more about like being rather than doing. So, right. So just oh, as, that was such a good way. Right. Just, mm-hmm. just be right. And, and I think you will attract everything that you want. So that's, that's great. And, like your, that. and your advice for mo- balancing motherhood and, and work, I think that applies to everybody, even if you don't have children, because, you know, you still want to be a good friend. You want to be good at work. You want to keep up with your body, like ever, like be healthy. So I think that it really applies to anyone that's listening. I totally agree. And it really, that is, if there's one thing that I've learned about being at this brand for so long, Oprah was really one of the first people, the magazine has been around for 20 years. And she was one of the first people to say, it's about you. You need to make yourself a top priority. And just, you know, giving the example of if an airplane's going down and the face mask come down, you need to put it on yourself first before your child. You guys, she was saying this 20 years ago, way before everybody else. And it seemed wild, okay? It seemed crazy to think, how dare you even contemplate putting yourself first? And now there's so much more understanding and awareness of, yes, you have to be the best version of yourself before you can be that good friend you just mentioned, or before you can be that mom, before you can be that wife. You have to be 100% and so happy and comfortable in yourself. And that's why you invest in yourself. That's why you work out. That's why you write in a journal. That's why you have a passion project. You don't have to necessarily make money. For example, your podcast, you don't have to you know, make this your paycheck or make this your living, but this could be a passion project, something you wake up and you're excited about. Your children don't participate, your husband, not your friends. This is just you, girl. You get to wake up and decide, what is my logo (laughs) going to look like? I love this pink. Like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Who are we going to have on the podcast? Let's go email people. That is freaking exciting. And lean into that and embrace that because guess what? That fills you up. That makes you pumped up. So then when you go to dinner with your husband, you're in a great mood. When you go see your friends, you're present because you're like, yes, I'm in a great mood. Tell me more about you. Same thing as a mother. You don't feel like, oh, wow, we're still watching, you know, the Disney channel and I'm still, you know, feeding you this awful, terrible bottle and burping you all the time. All this mom stuff. You have something of your own that's filling you up. Amazing. I say I would think what define how you define success just by listening to you and all you've said is how you impact people, I would say. Am I correct? Oh, wow. That's a great way to say that. Yes, I do. I try my best. I really have kind of shifted my focus to how can I help other people? How can I be of service to them with what I have to offer? And then that makes me feel successful. I think the younger Christine, a couple of years ago, I would have defined success as we all do those check marks, right? It's like, okay, I have a great job. Check. I work, you know, in Manhattan for Oprah. Check. I got engaged. I got married. I had a baby. There's all these things that other people feel are successful. And I did too, right? Those were the things I wanted. Nobody told me I had to go get those. I felt like, great, I'm successful. But it doesn't, 
fill your soul up. It doesn't make you feel that kind of happiness and joy that I knew was out there. And I didn't really know how to get it, which was super frustrating. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but people would always say, but find your passion and that's how you'll find more joy. And that's how you'll find more success. I'm like, well, if I knew what my passion was, I would be doing it. So I think that was a bit of a challenge, but then I just really focused on service. Y'all, you will hear so many people say it so many different ways, but the entire reason we're here is to serve other people. And I used to think service meant like, okay, so I need to go to a third world country and, you know, help, you know, the homeless people there or help feed children, which obviously is very important, but a little unrealistic for me. So I thought, well, service is really just helping other people, right? It's just putting them in a good mood. So what if I look at service that way? And then what if I do it with all the stuff that I have? you know, the excitement and the enthusiasm. So then I just really broke it down of what if I help other people by being myself and thinking of them and trying to put them in a good mood. And then ever since then, you guys, I've just felt more successful and I've just felt happier. And I think that's what success is, is working for something, achieving it, but not making it all about you. So then what are you most proud of? Oh, what a good <laughs> it's question. A, it's, yeah, it's a toughie. Oh gosh, my voice went so deep. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think what I am most proud of to date is my divorce, which might seem like a crazy answer, but I feel very proud that I decided to give up the feeling of that I had to be perfect or that I've made this decision and I have to stick through it. I, I really was able to tell myself, Christine, you made a mistake. You know, you thought that this was going to be the life that you wanted. You thought that this was going to be um, for you and it's not. And I had to admit that to myself. And then I had to admit that to other people, which was really, um, I felt embarrassed, you know, and I felt shame about it and sad. And then I had this horrible feeling of James, my son was only like two at the time. And I thought, oh man, you're really messing up this kid's life. You know, it's such a young age to separate, um, really weighed heavily on me. And I just knew that I had to do it for myself. I kind of just got the courage of like, okay, you know what? I failed at marriage. Okay. But it's not the end of the world. And I didn't fail as a human being. This piece of my life just didn't work anymore. And it's okay. And little by little, I got more confident with it. And, you know, then from there, it led to all of these different aha moments, as Oprah calls them. It gave me, all of a sudden, I had every other weekend free, which at first devastated me because when you're not with your children, you're like, well, what am I going to do? Aren't I here to serve them? And I realized, oh, wait, no, <laughs> I'm not. I have to find out what makes me happy. So I got the gift of having more time to find my passion projects, to find more out about myself. And then from there, I got my confidence of like, it's okay to say no. It's okay to change my mind. And then all of a sudden, there were other relationships that weren't serving me anymore. So I got the confidence to say, you know what, girl? <laughs> we are going to part ways. And I'm going to give you a high five. And I'm going to support you. But you are no longer in my life because I'm really only keeping friendships and relationships close to me that serve me. So my divorce allowed me to give confidence of if something isn't serving me, I'm allowed to say, um, I can't have you in my life anymore. We're going to part ways, which I thought was a big piece. And I think I'm also proud. I forget which one of you mentioned it, that you want to be a good example of a hardworking woman to your children. Mm -hmm. And that's how I felt. I want my son James to see his mom be a powerhouse. 
And yes, my life doesn't look the way other people do. And yes, you know, divorce was a little bit different for him in his life. But look at his mom go. I'm getting up every day to go to a job that I love. Thank you very much. I'm getting up to, you know, start a podcast. Thank you very much. Your mom is getting up to, you know, go out on dates with other people and, you know, go be the best version of herself. Thank you very much. I want him to see that his mother wants so much in life and isn't afraid to go out and get it, even if it's scary. I love such an honest answer because sometimes people stay in marriages and they're actually uh, like doing a disservice to their children by staying in an unhealthy marriage because then they're showing their child that it's okay to stay. And I I think that that it's great that you you had the courage to say this is not for me and this is not the life that I want to live. And that's really, really a hard decision to make, especially when you have a young child. So I'm proud of you for being proud of that. So that's a great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I, I agree. I think, look, divorce is tough. And I know we talk all the time about, but we want to do it for the kids. Or maybe even if you don't have kids yet, if you're just in a relationship, maybe it's engagement or maybe you're just dating and you just think, oh, well, you know, this is just how this person is or, you know, it's okay. It'll get better. It's okay to say this is no longer serving me. And yes, you might hurt their feelings. Or if you're getting divorced, your family obviously is going to be, you know, affected as well. But it's okay to stand up for yourself and say, this isn't for me. I'm going to be a little bit scared, but I'm going to make the the jump anyway and make the leap. So thank you for saying that. Oh, no problem. So let's talk a little bit about your podcast. Fellow Ooh, podcaster. Okay. Yeah. How, how yeah. did you... So it's called Taking Shots of Inspiration. Yes. Love the name. And your concept is awesome. So you start off with a quote and a cocktail. Two important things. Very important. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I would say so myself. Yeah. Absolutely. Tell us about your podcast. Sure. The podcast we're really excited about. This actually... Um, you know, I was even thinking about it like two years ago, Melanie Scott, who is my partner in crime. I've known her from New Orleans. That's where I'm originally from since we were like seven or eight years old. So she's a life coach. And, you know, we kind of thought that we lost touch, but, you know, we weren't really talking too often until about two years ago. And I felt like I just needed a change and a shift in my life. I felt complacent, like I was doing the same thing. And, I felt like I had all these creative ideas, but I didn't know what to do with them. So it's like, well, do I do these videos on Instagram? But you know, then it's not very consistent because I have a day job and a child. And I'm like, oh, y'all leave me alone so I can get on Instagram. But um, I was really kind of, I didn't tell my boss that FYI. So, <laughs> um, but I was talking to Melanie and she was just giving me life coach advice. She was just saying, hey, I think you should focus more on this. How about you make some videos? Really kind of, she helped me shift the the kind of concept of a video or a podcast. It's not about you. It's about what you can do for other people and how you can serve other people, which really is a game changer. Because all of a sudden, you're not as nervous because you're like, well, the video isn't about me. The video is about helping someone. So it just takes a little bit of the pressure off. So about two years ago, she was just trying to talk me off the ledge and give me some good advice. And I was like, okay, thank you so much. And then we kind of like lost touch again. I kept it in the back of my head. And then this past summer, she said, hey, I want to go to Newport, which is where I went to college. And she wanted to go by herself. And then I invited myself because, you know, I'm not shy. (laughs) I'm like, I'll go with you. (laughs) Let me show you all these restaurants and bars and stuff. 
while we were there, she's like, Christine, I think our energies together, we should do a podcast. She has one called Intentional Conversations. And so she already knew what to do. But she's like, I think this really should be that concept that you told me about two years ago with a quote and a cocktail. So she said, let's do it. I was over the moon and I did this with her. She knows everything of, of how to do it all. So she's like, here are the microphones that we get. Here's the technology. So all those bullshit excuses that I had of why I wasn't doing it. She was like, nope, that's not an excuse anymore. I know what to buy. Nope, this is an excuse. I know what we're doing. Okay, I'm going to make up the schedule. So she was so helpful in all of those specifics, all those things that I couldn't pull the trigger on. And we said, we're going to launch it now and ready for the new year. So my partner in crime, she really held my feet to the fire because once I'm doing it, it's the best thing ever. But I get stuck in the details of like, wait, what do I have to submit to iTunes? Wait, like the audio, you know, I'm like, I'm done. I'm over it. We're out. (laughs) So um, I'm very lucky that she kind of that I had somebody to help me like yeah, that. Yeah, it's and such a blessing are. to have like, you know, a partner in crime <laughs> and all of this. Trust me, we Just like know. Yeah, somebody to lean on. Somebody, and what I love, I learned this. I had a job share. I've heard um, Oprah's team talk about it. When there's two of you, you have to take turns. So it's okay if one of you is having a meltdown. That's the other person's job to hold it together. Then when they need to have, you know, a, a little temper tantrum, then it's your job to kind of pick them up. So it's amazing that you two get to lean on each other. Yeah, it's total and blessing. Yeah. And we also like know our strengths, you know? Yeah. So so like I said, I always say this, Alex is more like very technical. She comes from production world. You know, I'm more like marketing and like, you know, all those creative yeah. side. So it it just balances it out. And because I, I don't know a damn thing about audio or like, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> Well, today we're all having problems. Yeah, today we are definitely having audio problems, but we are hoping Ricky makes the magic happen, which is our audio engineer. He will. Um, But but no, but it's been so entertaining. I love that you do. I heard the first episode. It was great. Um, You guys do have a great dynamic together. Um, And and I love that you start off with a quote, you know, because quotes are so like inspirational and they could spark so much conversation. I agree. Thank you so much for saying that. I I really feel I love quotes. I post them all the time for a Monday motivation. Even as you know, you're going through some tough times, whether it's a breakup or a divorce or whatever the case may be. I just always loved quotes because I just felt them to be so comforting. And I'm a big believer in signs. And so whenever I would see a quote, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was totally a sign for me. The universe (laughs) is talking to me. I really, you know, Hoda's book, it's entitled, I really needed to hear that today. And it's, it's just so oh, Hoda's book. I need to. I yeah. want to start doing for for the new year. I'm like, I want to read one book a month. I think that I said oh that last gosh. year, we and did. I read <laughs> half a book probably. <laughs> but um, but I do a lot of podcasts, audiobooks, and stuff. And but I want to actually physically touch a book, something and read. tangible. Yes, mm-hmm. I feel like that is so like accomplishing. Uh, it really great is. too. Yeah. It's just like time by yourself, alone, not multitasking. So, what's the name of Hoda's book? Yeah, Hoda's book is I Really Needed This. It's either I really needed to hear this today or I really needed this. Okay. And it's really based on, you know, whenever anybody, whenever she's posting a quote or a message, there were so many people that were like, you know what, Hoda, I really needed to hear that today. Because it's just so true. Anytime you post a quote, somebody just feels like, oh, that was meant for me. You know, that was the universe's sign to me of maybe it comforted me that day. Maybe it got me pumped up for that day. Maybe it got me motivated, but people feel like it's intentional for them. And that's what I believe the power of quotes, you know, they have a real power for us. And I love the kind of conversation it brings because it means different things to different people. So when you hear a quote, and then when I hear one, 
your takeaway could be completely different, but it doesn't matter because it's just all about what inspires you. And so I love being able to talk about a quote. I love a cocktail. Let's just be honest. Yes. Speaking of, tell us your top five cocktails. Because I feel like me and you are like cocktail sisters. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I know so many people are doing dry January. I'm like, good for you. I am not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to do dry for a while till my birthday, but I don't know. We'll see. Well, we'll see how it goes. Um, but I love a Cosmo. So that's my first choice. We're yes. We started with a Cosmo. Approved. It's pink. It's strong. There's a lime in it. You feel very sex in the city. And it's in a fabulous glass. So a Cosmo is always my favorite. Um, let's see what were our top five. Champagne. We did that one for New Year's just because anything with bubbles, you feel festive. You're like, even though it's Tuesday and it's only four o'clock, I feel fabulous. And so we're pouring Prosecco. Champagne for the pain. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Bubbles make you happy. Um, Oh, another one. Do you girls drink a a White Claw? No. What is that? My husband drinks that. They're in the fridge. You want one, Gabby? (laughs) I should have a White Claw. I've never heard of it. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> that's so funny I feel like people are either obsessed or they've never heard of it so um, White Claw is like a sparkling seltzer so just like you know the Poland Springs waters that just have bubbles in them so this just has alcohol in it it's a spiked seltzer so the black cherry is my favorite um, it's in a skinny little can and you just feel like you're drinking water with extra bubbles so at first the first time I had one I'm like y'all I have like no buzz this is fine I'm hydrated at the beach and I feel really good about hydration but you know, this isn't, I I don't have a buzz. And then I stood up. Yeah. It sneaks up on you. It sneaks up. Okay. All right. So that just also puts you in a good mood. So that's number three, uh, four and five Tito's and soda. You can never go wrong. I feel like Tito's is a good vodka soda and some limes. If you're watching the calories. Oh my God. Tito's. Yes. I was just in Puerto Rico and and trust me, I think I drank Tito's all day, every day. Because it's organic, right? I feel like it's the most organic one. Like, I'm being healthy, guys. Girl, I totally agree with you. Where I'm like, I'm really watching my calories and my body today. So I will have a Tito's and soda with lime. Right. There's like nut sugar. You know, I'm not drinking like a pina colada. So I'm basically like the version of health right now. So you're welcome. (laughs) I agree. My last one. What would my last cocktail be? Let me think. What else did we drink? I oh, okay. I like some like some like whiskey or rum on the rocks. She likes the hard stuff. I can't. Yeah, on the rocks. Like, Ooh, hello, give it to me straight. You. Oh God, that brown liquor. Oh my yeah. gosh, you're living on the. I don't edge. do anything brown. <laughs> <laughs> I do a brown couple things brown. Just, uh, it burns going down. I'm like, I feel like my life is falling apart as I drink this. But you know what? To each their own. So you go, you go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your last one? Last one is an espresso martini. I forgot about that. Oh, I've what? never had that. <gasps> when we hang up, you immediately go to your local well, restaurant. She can. <laughs> She's going to have the baby, but I can do it right. for her. <laughs> Correct. That would be bad. So, yeah. <laughs> as a mother, I should have known that and been like, just kidding. You can't do that. I can, so, I can have a little um, taste. Just a little something. Right. Once, in a couple of months, that's what you need to have. Because yeah. who doesn't like coffee? I definitely and then I love coffee. Right. And just a little bit of liquor. So it's a great drink if you're tired and you have to go out to dinner with friends or something. Get that first at the bar. It takes the edge off. You have your energy and then you can live the rest of your life. I love that. So, yes. So I'm definitely going to try that as 
ASAP. As soon as she has the baby, the day of, she'll have it ready. No, because of breastfeeding. You can't. You have to wait. Oh, my bad. We're teaching Gabby. I forgot about that. Right. So what's next for you for this year? Like what's next for like, what do you, what are your intentions for 2020? Oh, I have some good intentions. Um, My first intention is really to continue to live each day in the pursuit um, to find my purpose and to continue doing what I was put here on the planet. So you can call that God, you can call that the universe, but I do genuinely believe in a higher power, a bigger purpose. And I'm here for a reason. And I want to find out what that reason is. I'm getting closer and closer, but I've learned that's what brings me the most joy and happiness is, is that. So I want to keep going. So maybe that's can it continue with the podcast, which I'm really excited about because again, the goal and intention there is I want to help motivate other women and keep them encouraged because just like you, you have a life moment of a new child coming into the world. Um, you have a business venture happening. Um, anybody else, you could be in relationships, whatever it is. And I think you just need a cheerleader. And so I really think to myself, if I've got all this excitement and this enthusiasm, how do I give it to other people to make them excited? It makes me feel amazing to try to help somebody. And then hopefully it encourages them. So I hope that there's more of that for me. And also in 2020, I'm really trying to get back into my speaking engagements. It makes me so happy. I was a theater major in college. I did it in high school. I want to get back to being on stage, sharing my energy and sharing my enthusiasm. So it's hard to say that and put it out into the universe. But I thought, I'm going to say it on on your podcast. I wrote it down. I'm just, I'm going to work on my media kit, get it myself back out there and try to make that happen. That's amazing. I think you have such a career in that. You have such a great like personality. You're motivating. You have like a lot of experience to bring to the table. So I think you should totally pursue it. Don't even think twice about it. And um, I look forward to seeing more of your stuff on YouTube, maybe even a TED Talk. Just put it out there, girl. Yeah. Right. I'm going to put it out there. Thank you. And this is hopefully an example for all of us of how we all have these day jobs that we have to do and that burns our paycheck, right? So I'm very lucky that I have a great job and that I I go to work every day, but that also isn't the only thing that defines me. And so I really encourage all of us to find something on your own, something that's a little bit separate that just brings you joy. And that's what the speaking engagements do for me. Um, It makes me excited to be like, what are we going to talk about? Oh my gosh, what are our talking points? How can we get women excited and all of these separate things that are just for me? And it it doesn't have to worry about like, oh gosh, how am I going to make money? Oh no, if I don't have three this month, I can't pay my mortgage. You know, I'm still going to go and do my paycheck every single day and be amazing at that. But I'm also going to make myself a priority, carve out time to do something that I love And I hope by me sharing this, I hope that encourages you guys to do the same thing. I think it will. So thank you so much. I mean, where can people connect with you? Let them know your Instagram handle. Yes. Follow me on Instagram at Christine Mulhern. So that's that long last name, but it's Christine M-U-L-H-E-A-R-N-E on Instagram. I also have a YouTube channel, Christine Mulhern. And our podcast, you can go to iTunes or Spotify and just search Taking Shots of Inspiration. I subscribe. So I'm there, honey. <gasps> Thanks, girl. Women supporting women. Yes, of course. And now in just honor of your podcast, leave everyone with a quote that we can leave us inspired and motivated and can wrap up this amazing interview. 
Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, one of my favorite quotes, and I feel like y'all, we're feeling it right now in the new year, right? We want all of these new things, these exciting things. It's a new decade. So one of my favorite quotes is, everything you want is on the other side of fear. So Amen. Girls, yeah. everything we're looking for, all that joy, all that excitement, it's just on the other side of fear. So if you are afraid of like, oh, but I want to launch my own podcast or, um, you know, I want to have a relationship again, but I'm afraid of getting hurt. Or, you know, I want to try this new business venture. I want to write this book. I want to start this blog, but I'm afraid of what people are going to think. I'm nervous about, you know, what if nobody watches and nobody listens? All that fear, get it out of your head, get it out of the way because everything you want, it's just on the other side. Wow. Beautiful. That's that's amazing. Christine, it's been an honor. I honestly really think you're amazing. I haven't even met you, but I know that next time I'm in New York, I'm going to hit you up, girl. We have to have a cocktail together. We're totally fast friends and you guys are dominating and congrats on all of your successes. And in 2020, all of us, we're just going to keep putting good stuff out there. Yeah. And let us know how we can support you, you know, whatever you need for the podcast. Oh, I'm right back at you, girls. Thank you so much. Thank Have you. a wonderful day and great, great luck with everything. Oh, awesome. Bye, ladies. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Oh, yeah.